Hi again, this is Dr. Rob, and you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. I am going to start with a riddle. What do flat tires, term papers, little brothers, annoying co-workers, and pinched nerves in the lower back have in common? I'll answer that at the end of the podcast. Today's podcast is about the dreaded pinched nerve. I'll tell you what exactly is a pinched nerve and how to diagnose and to treat it. So, what exactly is a pinched nerve? The term generally refers to damage of the nerve roots near the spinal cord. Doctors, of course, have a fancy word for it, calling it a radiculopathy. Now, when I say pinched nerve, what is the symptom that first comes to your head? It's probably back pain, but that is actually wrong. The radiation of the nerve, or the radiculopathy, is not felt in the back itself, but it hurts where the damaged nerve travels to, the shoulders, arms, legs, and of course, the butt. Now, as I said in my back pain podcast, the spine consists of a stack of bones called vertebra that's around a bundle of nerves called the spinal cord. The most important parts of the spine are in the neck, called the cervical spine, which supplies nerves to the arms, and the lower back, called the lumbar spine, which supplies nerves to the legs. The vast majority of trouble happens in either of these two areas. All the action that we are concerned about today happens in the place in the spine where the vertebra bones come together, a place known as the intervertebral space. It is here that the intervertebral discs lie, acting as a cushion between the bones, and it is here where the nerve roots are, you know, the things that keep getting pinched. There are a number of things, including arthritis, that can damage the nerve root, but I'm actually going to focus on the big one, the herniated disc. The intervertebral disc, the one that acts like a cushion between the vertebra, is a round piece of cartilage with a tough outside and a soft, gooey inside. Weakness of the disc coating, accompanied by some other stressor, can cause the goo inside the disc to be pushed outside. When it does come out, it often ends up pushing against the nerve root that's coming out of the spinal cord at that place. It's this pressure on the nerve root that causes the classic symptoms of a pinched nerve. Herniated discs usually come on abruptly over the course of hours, and the pain is fairly continuous, although sometimes the position chains can make things get better or worse. When herniation happens in the neck, it causes pain that starts in the shoulder and goes down the arm. In the lower back, it causes pain in the buttock that goes down the leg. Since the main nerve going down the leg is called the sciatic nerve, pain caused by a pinched nerve in the lower back is often referred to as sciatica. The pain is often hard to describe. It's not particularly sharp, nor is it dull. Most people describe it as a hard pain or as a toothache pain, which makes sense because a toothache pain is caused by a nerve as well. Let me emphasize once again that pain from a herniated disc or a pinched nerve is usually not in the back. Now, I usually get a good idea of the diagnosis by just listening to what the person says. The description of the pain is unique and usually points to its cause. To definitively make the diagnosis, however, the test of choice is the MRI scan. This scan identifies which nerves and which discs are causing trouble and at what level of the back they're doing their dastardly deeds. 
Now, most pinched nerves get better without significant intervention. I usually prescribe a steroid medication like prednisone. I often also send patients to physical therapy. With these two treatments alone, over 90% of the people will get over a pinched nerve. Those who don't get better are candidates for more aggressive treatments, including an injection of the nerve root with an anti-inflammatory medicine and surgery. Surgery of the back is a big deal, and so it's approached with great caution. There are two main reasons to get surgery from a pinched nerve. Severe pain that won't go away, and progressive damage to the sensory and motor function of the nerves. Which leads me to one of my most important points. MRI scans are ordered way too often and are often expected by my patients coming in with back pain or sciatica. This is a mistake. The only reason I want an MRI scan is if I'm considering surgery or at least an injection of the nerve root. If someone isn't a surgical candidate, MRI scans don't give any useful information. It's not only an unnecessary expense, it actually can lead to misdiagnosis and unnecessary procedures. So here are my quick and dirty tips for today. Tip number one, pinched nerves often cause pain that goes down your arm and leg. They don't hurt in your back. So be aware of that fact. Don't forget, if your pain's not in your back, it doesn't mean you didn't pinch a nerve. Tip number two, don't expect an MRI scan. MRI scans aren't necessary, and you shouldn't insist on it. And you should question why you're getting one if you don't think that you're a surgical candidate. And tip number three, if you are a surgical candidate, Don't wait too long to get it done. Waiting can cause permanent damage to your nerves. If you aren't sure what the surgeon is telling you, get a second opinion. So, what's the answer to my riddle? What do flat tires, turn papers, little brothers, annoying co-workers, and sciatic nerve problems have in common? Answer, they're all a pain in the butt. If you haven't already become a fan of my Facebook page or a follower of me on Twitter, you should hang your head in shame. Show me some love. Go to twitter.com slash housecalldoc and look up housecalldoctor on Facebook and sign up. We're having a contest to get as many people to sign up for our Facebook and Twitter as much as possible. I want to show those other quick and dirty tips hosts just who's the boss. You can also read my thoughts on all sorts of stuff on my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind, at distractible.org. And let me tell you once again, in case you missed it, that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy.